This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 724. Six tips from the Hulk to help you smash diet anxiety for good, part two, by Roger Lawson of rajlawfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to a Thursday episode of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of five podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. Now, don't forget, today's post is a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here or skipping around, definitely check out yesterday's episode first. That's episode 723. Now, speaking of yesterday's episode, it was Wednesday and I usually give you an inspiring quote to get us over that Wednesday middle of the week hump. But I got so involved in talking about my nerddom and how the Avengers Endgame movie is coming out now tomorrow, I forgot to give you that inspirational quote. So my apologies for that, but without further ado, here's your inspirational quote. To laugh often and much, to win the respect of intelligent people and the affection of children, to leave the world a better place, to know even one life has breathed easier because you have lived. This is to have succeeded. Ralph Waldo Emerson. And so today's topic is diet anxiety. Again, it's part two of yesterday's post. And so I hope, and I'm sure the author, Roger, hopes that you do find something that you can use out of this, that it helps your life in some way. And so for now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Six Tips from the Hulk to Help You Smash Diet Anxiety for Good, Part 2, by Roger Lawson of rajlawfitness.com. Three, don't demonize any food. When we restrict ourselves, putting certain foods onto an untouchable pedestal, it's only natural for us to want them more than ever before. Want to ensure that you'll hulk out in a remarkably horrible fashion? Tell yourself that a food you love is completely off or restrict it severely. The naughtier you make the food, the higher the chances of you losing your mind when you actually decide to indulge because you've hyped it up so much. The apple pie that was an occasional thought before might as well sprout legs and embark on the epic journey directly for your mouth. The only foods that are quote-unquote bad are those that you can't tolerate or can't control once you start or hate the taste of. Approach your diet with the mindset that there are no off-limit foods and that everything is on the table. Once you know that you can have anything you want, the desire to actually have it diminishes. Yeah, it's pretty zen. Four, don't eat horrible food. This belief is deeply embedded in my soul, more a part of me than Wolverine's adamantium. Have you ever wanted to have something but thought it was too unhealthy, fattening, or whatever reason you used to justify not smashing it into your face, only to get upset when the lame substitute you settled on left you feeling cold and unsatisfied? On top of wasting calories on something that sucked, common response is to end up getting your hand on what you originally wanted in the first place and devouring it with reckless abandon, almost as if to spite your subpar treat. This is called reverse hulking out, and it happens to the best of us. Don't settle for mediocre food. If you want some chips, then portion them out, which is the epitome of strength, and then have some. Make sure they're the kind that you really want and enjoy every last bite of it. Don't try to compromise and choke down some veggie chips because it sounds like a good idea. As an example, if I'm gonna eat a cinnamon roll, you can bet all your money that it'll be a Cinnabon. I've been burned far too many times with other copycats and know that they just won't compare. So why bother? Friends don't let friends waste calories. Five, have a release valve. 
I call these the brick glass in case of emergency foods. For some, it's a single donut, a little skinny cow ice cream, or a nice glass of wine before bed. Whatever your thing is, the goal is to incorporate it into your diet often enough so that it doesn't interfere with your results, yet helps keep you sane and compliant. When you feel the Hulk pressure building, have your emergency food. You'll likely find that this alone takes the edge off to the point where you're ready to jump back into the game again, often for days or weeks on end, without needing to use that release valve. You decide the frequency that works best for you. And six, own it. Owning your decisions fully is empowering and brings a certain sense of calm to your life. Instead of things happening to you, you're in the driver's seat. You control how to act and respond to the reality of things, no longer feeling like a victim of your circumstances. The optimal choice may not be available in every scenario, but believing that you're capable of making the best decision given your situation and trusting yourself to do so is key. Quote, that's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Dr. Bruce Banner. The more in control you feel, the less anxiety you'll potentially have about any situation because you know you have it under control. As you prove this to yourself through your actions, small and Hulk-sized, it will feel less like a cheesy hallmark feel-good statement and more of an ingrained belief that makes you feel unstoppable. You just listened to part two of the post titled Six Tips from the Hulk to Help You Smash Diet Anxiety for Good by Roger Lawson of rogelawfitness.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. It's so true that when we look at human psychology, those things that are off limits to us, we just want them more. We like having choices. We want to feel like everything is at our grasp. To quote Jerry Seinfeld, if I want a cookie, I'm gonna eat a cookie. If it's before dinner, it doesn't matter. When I want a cookie, I'm gonna have one. That's the ideal. But the thing is, as Roger mentioned, if a cookie is one of those quote-unquote hulking out foods or problem foods for you where you can't just stop at one, then we have to figure out a way to prevent you from hulking out on it. That may look something like this. You portion yourself out one cookie. You don't bring the whole bag of cookies to the couch. You just bring one cookie. And then as you eat it, you think about how good it tastes and how satisfying this is. You don't think about how harmful this is or how this is not a good idea. You actually take a moment to enjoy it. But then, after you've had that one cookie, it's time to distract yourself so that you don't go back for more. The trick is is to do something that also brings you about the same amount of satisfaction as eating that cookie, but not eating more cookies. So for example, let's say you really enjoy playing a game on your cell phone. That brings you about the same amount of satisfaction as eating that cookie then that's what you're gonna do as soon as you're done eating that one cookie. You're gonna take out your cell phone and you're gonna play that game. Now you're not gonna play the game while you're eating the cookie because now you're not gonna be enjoying it. You're not gonna enjoy either of those things actually. So eat the cookie, enjoy it, think about how wonderful it tastes, and then as soon as you're done, take out your cell phone and start playing that game. That'll serve as a distraction to get your mind off the fact that you may want one more cookie or two more cookies. But the key is distract yourself. Find something else to do and ideally something that also brings you pleasure. That will prevent you from hulking out. All right, really quickly before I go, if you wanna help keep our podcasts alive, we have many different ways you can help, both financial and otherwise. Come check out oldpodcast.com support to see how. Anything listed there would be a huge help. All right, that wraps up today's episode. 
Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Friday Q&A and where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember your optimal life awaits.